Welcome back, Soul Warriors, to another episode of The Next Level. I'm your host, Darren Brunn. Grab your Bibles and open up to Luke chapter 11. We're going to read from verses 5 to 13, where Jesus is going to go a little bit deeper into prayer and our attitude around prayer, our expectations, how we look at prayer. It's important teaching this. But before we do a quick recap, the Lord has just finished teaching us on how to say the Lord's Prayer, Our Father who art in heaven. And there are those seven keys in there for us. So let's begin now at verse 5. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves? For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. Now if you think about this, you know, often people might travel at night because it was cooler, it was safer than traveling in the heat of the day. So they would travel at night, and that might have them arriving at, a, at, a, at an awkward time, but they need food and they need somewhere to stay. And of course, bread was often made daily, enough for the day, you make the bread for the day, or you might have a little extra. But here in this case, in the story that the Lord's giving, the person does not have enough bread and their friend has come to them at midnight and ask for, for food and for somewhere to stay. And again, it's very important to understand that in that culture of that day, that everybody as a community had to show charity in the sense of hospitality. Hospitality was huge. It was a big thing in those days. We go back to the story of the, the wedding in Canaan and they are going to run out of wine. It was a big issue to not show the right level of hospitality and provide. It would be insulting. And of course here, uh, you're going to a friend and asking them to help you. And they have a responsibility to help you show hospitality. Imagine what would go through the community if you were heard to not show hospitality. And that's kind of where the Lord's going here. Verse 7, And he from within shall answer and say, Oh, trouble me not. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give you. And again, often a family might sleep in one big room on mats, and so getting up and un unbolting the, the pole from the rings of the door would create a lot of noise and wake everyone up. It's not going to be an inconvenience just to, the, to this man, but to the whole family. Verse 8, I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity he will rise and give him as many as he needs so there's it, it's not because it's a friend asking that he's going to do this it's because of the obligation it's right and this is key because we are the friends of God as soul warriors and children of God we are the friends of God and the children of God but often we come to God in prayer and we want the Lord to answer our prayer and yet inside us we know that maybe we're not worthy. Maybe we haven't been loving the way we should and treating others the way we should. Maybe we've had a bad week. Maybe we've done things that we shouldn't have done, committed sins and evil. There are so many reasons why we can go to God and not feel worthy or that God's going to answer us. And that's kind of the friendship thing here. you know. But this is not about friendship. This is about importunity. This is about what is right. Now, I often tell myself when I'm praying for someone, God's not hearing my prayers 
because of how good I am. It's nothing to do with how good I am. God's hearing my prayers because of how good He is. He loves to give and do good. It's His delight. And we get so focused on how unworthy we are rather than focusing on how worthy God is. God wants to give good and, and bless. And that's the important part about this teaching here is to realize the goodness of God and how God can only be good. God will give good and will do what is right. Verse 9, I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Of course, when we understand what is good and what is true, we're understanding what is God. And when we ask God to give us what is good and what is true, we can expect to receive it. When we're asking for selfish reasons or what I think is good for me or what I think is true for me, then maybe we're not asking a right. But when we understand what is good and what is true, we're understanding God. And when we ask according to that, we will always receive. He says that, ask, you will be given. Seek and you shall find. When we're hungry for truth, the Lord will give us the answer. If we want to lie to ourselves, that's possible too. But when we really want the answer, if we seek, we will find. And knock, and it shall be opened unto you. If we're persistent, when we pray, and we ask God for something, the first time we ask, we should accept that he has heard us. From then on, we continue to ask, not because God hasn't heard us, but more out of thanks, thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you that you heard me. I thank you that this prayer is being answered. I thank you that you are doing these things that you are uh, that I have asked of you because you are good. This is the knocking process. We're knocking, knocking, knocking to get the door open to see the result. Now I want to use the example of Daniel here from the from the book of Daniel. He was fasting for 21 days. If he'd given up on day 20, if he stopped knocking on day 20, he never would have got an answer to prayer. But on day 21, an angel appeared and said to him, "Good Daniel, Righteous Daniel, the moment you set yourself to prayer, I was sent from God. So the angel was sent from God to answer his prayer the moment Daniel asked. But the, but the angel goes on to say, However, I have been withstood this 21 days by the prince spirit over Persia. So an evil spirit was fighting and resisting those angels, that angel for 21 days, until a breakthrough could happen and the angel got through. Now, why I'm telling you this is that the moment you ask God for anything, he has heard you and says yes. But a fight will ensue between the door, you knocking and the door opening. A fight will ensue between evil spirits wanting to stop and make God to be a liar and the angels that wish to do the will of God. That's why when we pray, believe we've been heard and we will receive what we have asked for. Verse 10, for everyone that asks receives, and he that seeks finds, and he that knocks, it shall be opened. The Lord's reinforcing to us here, keep on asking according to heaven and you'll get it. Seek for truth, you'll have it. Knock on the righteous door, it will open. Again, this is not about you. This is about how good God is. Knock on the good door, knock on the truthful door, and they will open themselves and reveal the blessings of prayer to you. Verse 11, just to reinforce this, he says, Look, if a son asks bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? 
Now, the Lord's going to repeat himself three times here in different levels, celestial, spiritual, and natural. This is the celestial. If you ask God for, you know, if a son asks his dad for bread, if you ask God for love, for goodness and love, will he give you a, a, a cold truth? Stone. No. He will give you bread. He'll give you the love and the goodness you seek down on the spiritual level. If he asks for fish, will he give Will he, for a fish, give him a serpent? If you're asking for spiritual wisdom, that's the fish. Is the Lord going to give you a half-truth or a truth that poisons you? A truth that discourages you? A truth that turns you away? No. A serpent? No. He'll give you life-giving revelation, a fish. Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? So the Lord here is saying, if you ask for the, for the, for the needs of this life, the egg, the good... The, the good nourished things the Lord has sealed up nourishment and good for every day if you ask him for that will he give you a scorpion will he give you that which hides itself and then poisons you no he won't if you then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children so even even in nature even in the natural and in the nature there is uh, that which is broken that which is corrupted that which is evil giving good to its own offspring how much more does divine love give good to those that ask? How much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Now the Holy Spirit is God in you, dwelling in you. The Father is the infinite unknowableness of God. The Son is God come to earth as the Word, as the Lord and the Word. And the Holy Spirit is the Lord dwelling in you. He is every good thing and every truthful thing dwelling in you. Now the Lord can only communicate to that which is good and that which is true inside us. He can only communicate with that which is of him, the Holy Spirit inside us. So here, this whole point of this teaching is to say, be open, be receptive to what is good and true. Be open and receptive for good and true. And when you ask God for good and truth, you'll get it. Every time. Keep knocking, keep seeking, keep asking, and you will have. It's about that reception. So I pray that you have that reception, the Holy Spirit in you. There you go, soul warriors. Stay strong, choose love, and I'll speak to you next time on the next level.